Hello, welcome to Podiatrics Medical Podcasts and today's quiz is the final quiz of today and it's if you like a part two to the first quiz that we did on the um, topic of paediatric cardiology and in part the cardiovascular examination. So the 10 questions today are going to focus more on murmurs, um, everyone's least favourite subject in paediatric cardiology. And we're going to look at some of the giveaways and questions on this topic. So we're going to start with question number one. So we'll start with question number one. And all these 10 questions will predominantly talk about important murmurs um, for exams. So if we start with question number one, so you've got a newborn, okay, with a systolic murmur, okay, best heard at the axilla and across the precordium and no symptoms, okay. So that's question number one. We'll go through the answers at the end. I think it'll be easier to recap these topics. So that is our Question number one. Question number two. A child has a systolic murmur with a vibratory character. Best heard, lower sternal border. And importantly, this murmur changes with respiration and position. So it changes with respiration and position. The next one is a child with a continuous murmur. It's low pitched and it's best heard in the infraclavicular region. And it disappears when the child is supine and with gentle pressure on the jugular vein. Okay, so you are able to make the murmur disappear. For question number three. And remember, we will go through these in quite a bit of detail at the end of the session. Question number four. If a patient with Marfan syndrome had bounding pulses and a high-pitched diastolic murmur, what would the likely diagnosis be? Question number five. If someone had a late diastolic murmur with an opening snap heard best at the apex, what would the diagnosis be? Question number six. If someone had a late Crescendo, systolic murmur, a late crescendo, systolic murmur, with a mid-systolic click, sometimes referred to as a snap, what is the likely diagnosis? So, late systolic murmur associated with a mid-systolic click. Question number seven. Question number seven. Going probably more to our infants again. A premature infant, which is a giveaway with a continuous machine-like murmur and hyperdynamic or bounding pulses. For question number seven. Okay. Question number eight. Okay. Moving on to question 
number eight. Systolic murmur, most commonly heard at the right upper sternal border, radiating to the carotids and associated with an ejection click. Moving on now to question number nine. So question number nine, question number nine is, as a giveaway, is a pathologic rather than an innocent murmur. High-pitched, heard best at the left lower sternal border, okay, and can be associated with a loud S2. Question number 10, what's the difference between a heave and a thrill? What is the difference between a heave and a thrill? So the first question, and what we were trying to get at through um, question number one, is a case of peripheral pulmonary artery stenosis, which affects newborns. And the anatomy of the branch pulmonary arteries have a more acute angle of takeoff. And that murmur is related to that. It's heard louder in the axilla or the back than the anterior chest in peripheral pulmonary artery stenosis rather than main pulmonary artery stenosis. What it tends to be is a systolic murmur and it's heard best at the left upper sternal border and radiates to the axilla and to the back, okay? Um, usually disappears by six months of age when the pulmonary arteries remodel and change their angle. Question number two is another innocent murmur, which is Stills murmur. It's systolic, it's short, it's of low intensity, it's got a vibrating or musical quality, and it's located at the left lower sternal border, and it doesn't tend to radiate. So that is Stills murmur, and the third innocent murmur that we're going to talk about today was question number three. With a continuous murmur, not all continuous murmurs are a patent ductus arteriosus, especially when they change with position, okay, and they disappear when you apply gentle pressure over the jugular vein. So this is a venous hum and is caused by blood flowing down the jugular vein, flowing down the jugular vein. It's louder in the diastolic phase because this is the period of time when the atria empty, okay? Which is another important feature. Question number four, okay? Question number four is an important murmur to be aware of specifically in your patients with Marfan syndrome, okay? With your patients with Marfan syndrome and this is your aortic regurgitation, okay? This is your aortic regurgitation, okay, which is important. Um, again, it's a high-pitched diastolic murmur. They're at increased risk of valve regurgitation with Marfan syndrome. Question number five um, would be mitral stenosis. So remember, mitral stenosis gives you a diastolic murmur. Mitral valve regurgitation and mitral valve prolapse both give you systolic murmurs, okay? So with mitral valve stenosis, you've got this rumbling murmur with an opening snap. Snap, think stenotic valves. So snap, think stenotic valves. So this is mitral valve stenosis. Mitral valve prolapse would give you 
a systolic murmur with a mid-systolic click in a prolapse. Okay. Question number seven, continuous murmur and the bowel impulses is a, in a premature infant, very important because it's um, more common in premature infants is a patent ductus arteriosus. Question number eight, you'll be aware of this presenting very similarly in terms of its clinical findings in adults. Systolic murmur, right upper sternal border, which is your aortic area, radiating to the neck. That's aortic stenosis. And if you've got an ejection click, very suggestive of a stenotic process rather than a regurgitation. Okay, then we have got question number nine and question number 10. So what question number nine refers to is basically looking at ventricular septal defects and atrial septal defects. So important to know the difference. So ventricular septal defect is the most common cardiac malformation and is what we were describing in the question. Um, usually the murmur that you're going to get in a VSD, okay, normally in the murmur, is a hollow systolic murmur at the lower left sternal edge, okay, lower left sternal edge, think um, ventricular septal defect. And it's VSD is a communication between your right and left ventricles. And these can be perimembranous, inlet, outlet, muscular, lots of different classifications. Um, and there's a degree of right to left shunting. But remember, if your pulmonary vascular resistance drops over the first month or two of life, um, the shunting becomes more obvious. And these patients can present with a degree of heart failure because this large shunting results in left-sided volume overload with a dilated left atrium and left ventricle. Atrial receptor defects are often found in otherwise absolutely fine, most often asymptomatic presentation. And it's gonna be at your upper left sternal edge with a fixed splitting of your heart sounds. Fixed splitting because of atrial overload. You have a normal physiological split because a difference in the closure of the aortic and pulmonary valves in normal people due to the difference in pressures that you get um, in inspiration and expiration. A fixed split makes you think atrial septal defect and this will be heard best at the upper left sternal edge, not the lower left sternal edge in a ventricular septal defect. He versus thrill is an important clinical question. Thrills are best felt with the palm of the hand if you had a thrill in the suprasternal notch, you would think aortic stenosis. If you heard it in the aortic or pulmonic areas, you might be thinking aortic or pulmonary stenosis. Suprasternal, you definitely think aortic. Ventricular septal defects, you can get thrills, and that is normally your left mid or left lower sternal border. Okay, If you get a thrill, you may be thinking, is this a smaller VSD and is this a restrictive VSD? Heaves normally indicate hypertrophy, be that right ventricular hypertrophy or left ventricular hypertrophy. So what have we learned today? Well, we've learned about three innocent murmurs. We've looked at Stills murmur, okay, which is musical or vibratory, is short and systolic and best heard at the left lower sternal border which is the location of which you would normally hear a ventricular septal defect. However, these are short murmurs with stills 
and these are hollow systolic or throughout most of the systolic phase with a VSD, another way of telling them apart. We looked at peripheral pulmonary artery stenosis, primarily affecting newborns, and it's due to the acute takeoff of the branch pulmonary arteries. And we talked about venous hum that is a continuous murmur that's heard in the infraclavicular region, but it is not patent duct arteriosis. So not all continuous murmurs are patent duct arteriosis, and venous hum is a good example. And it disappears when the patient lies down, and it disappears when the gentle pressure on the jugular vein. So that is your venous hum. We looked at aortic regurgitation, we looked at mitral stenosis and, you know, one of the murmurs that associate with rheumatic fever. Mitral valve prolapse, again, more common in those with Marfan syndrome. Question number seven, we looked at continuous murmur, bound impulses, premature infant, maybe in heart failure, maybe breathless, patent ductus arteriosis. And we also looked at aortic stenosis, looked at how to differentiate VSD from ASD. ASD, fixed splitting of the heart sounds in upper left sternal edge. Hollow systolic murmur in the lower left sternal edge plus a thrill and a loud S2, you'd be thinking VSD. And we talked about heaves indicate hypertrophy, thrills, usually in the context of paediatrics, can be seen in aortic and pulmonary stenosis, and they can be seen in a VSD. If you manage a thrill and you feel a thrill, that can indicate a restrictive VSD that's quite small in size. So thank you very much for um, listening so far. That has been a cardiovascular podcast quiz with the specific intention of looking more into murmurs. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>